I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Coffee Break Italian, Season 3, Episode 19. Buongiorno a tutti e benvenuti a Coffee Break Italian. Io sono Mark. Salve a tutti e io sono Francesca. Come stai Francesca? Molto bene Mark, grazie. E tu? Ti vedo abbronzato. <ride> abbronzato, un pochino. <ride> sì, abbiamo fatto un, una piccola vacanza in, ah. in Scozia. Ok, locale quindi. Locale. Ha fatto molto bel tempo. Siamo andati all'isola di Aran, conosci? Oh, Aran, che bella. Sì, sì. Sono stata... La prima volta a Pasqua quest'anno. A quest'anno? Sì, ah. non c'ero mai stata prima in tutti questi anni in Scozia. Ah, ma è bellissima. Sì, 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 la consiglio a tutti. È come Scozia in piccola, sempre Sì, dico. la Scozia in miniatura, in miniatura. dicono. <ride> sì, sì. Ok, so yeah, there we have it. You said something interesting there. You said non ci ero mai stata. Non c'ero mai stata prima. Prima, sì, sì, sì. I, I had never been there before until sì. you went at Easter. So esatto. we're talking about the island of Aran. But Francesca using a very interesting verb tense there that we're going to be focusing on in this episode. Ah, hai notato, Marco, bravo. <laughs> yep, so this is the trapassato prossimo. Esatto, sì. Otherwise known as the pluperfect tense. Allora, bando alle ciance. Diamo inizio alle danze. Ok, Francesca, tell us about the trapassato prossimo. Ok, the trapassato prossimo is another past tense of the indicative, which we, we can add to the other past tenses we already know. So, so far we've covered the perfect, sì. the imperfect, sì. and uh, that's it, for that's past it. tenses. Yeah. And we will see a new one in the next episode. Mamma mia, mamma mia. <laughs> ok, but today we're focusing on the trapassato prossimo. Esatto, sì. Tell us more about the formation of that. Uh, the trapassato prossimo is very easy to form because we need the imperfetto of essere or avere as the auxiliary verb, mm-hmm. as always, and the past participle. So it's very like the perfect. Si. However, the perfect, as we know, uses the present tense of our auxiliary verb and it translates I have done or I have gone and so on. It also translates I went and I did and so si. on. But we don't think about that for the moment. No. <laughs> but the pluperfect tense, the, the English name for the trapassato prossimo is the pluperfect tense, and that is formed with the imperfect of the auxiliary verb and the past participle, and it translates into English as I had done or I had gone. 
and so on. Sì, esatto. For once we can say that the two tenses in Italian and English kind of coincide, so it's really useful to compare the two languages when it comes to this very tense. Yeah, absolutely. Let's look at uh, an example of a full conjugation of a verb in the, the pluperfect tense, the trapasato prossimo. Va bene, iniziamo con un verbo che richiede avere, ad esempio mm-hmm. il verbo fare. Okay, so fare, normally uh, an irregular verb. We've got the past participle fatto. Sì. And we're going to put that together with the auxiliary verb in the imperfect tense. So that's avere in the imperfect tense. So to say I had done. Avevo fatto. You had done. Avevi fatto. He or she had done. Aveva fatto. We had done. Avevamo, and remember the stress, the emphasis, avevamo fatto. You, plural, had done. Avevate fatto. And they had done. And again, a reminder uh, for the emphasis, avevano fatto. Avevano fatto. Okay, so this is the trapasato prossimo, or the pluperfect tense of fare, where we take the imperfect of the auxiliary verb avere and combine it with the past participle to say what we had done. So it's further back in the past sì. than I have done. I had done before I arrived. Earlier you said I had never been before to the island of Arin, but then you went at Easter. Exactly. So it's like seeing the, the timeline of events. Exactly. And both the pluperfect tense and the perfect tense are individuals' points on that line. Sì. Whereas the imperfect is very often an ongoing section of that line. Yes, because as we know, we use it for descriptions, uh, feelings, as we always say, for setting the scene somehow. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so that is fare in the trapassato prossimo, the pluperfect. Let's look at a verb that takes essere as its auxiliary. So let's take andare. Andare, sì, un classico. <laughs> and obviously we have to remember here to use the endings for the past participle depending on gender and number. Mm-hmm. So, I had gone. Ero andato o andata. You had gone. Eri andato andata. He, he had gone. Era andato. <laughs> and she had gone. Era andata. Okay, so now we had gone. Eravamo andati or andate. Then you all, plural, had gone. Eravate andati or andate. And they had gone. Erano andati or again erano andate. Okay, it's a bit clumsy when we have to read all those those possibilities, but <laughs> sì. we know that with any compound tense, uh, then we have this formation of the past participle which includes the agreement for uh, verbs which take essere. Sì, esatto. So the function of this is that it's used to talk about a past event which happened before Another past event. So again, as you said, in the timeline, we've got one event that was long ago that happened before another event, which uses the perfect tense. So our pluperfect comes from 
before it comes before the the perfect. Sì, esatto, Mark. I should also add that at times in Italian, especially in more relaxed, informal spoken Italian, we are a little bit lazy <laughs> and we don't use it. We just use the passato prossimo <laughs> for all past events. Okay. So just in case our listeners wonder why at times uh, the trapassato prossimo is not being used. It's just because the way the language has evolved. But I think that our listeners will want to be accurate. Of course, <laughs> as they always are. <laughs> so let's look at a couple of examples here. Okay, va bene. Allora, ad esempio, I could say, ieri non sono andata al mare perché ci ero già stata il giorno prima. Right, so there we have ieri, our first point in the past, yesterday. Non sono andata al mare, I didn't go to the sea, perché ci ero già stata il giorno prima. Because I had already been there the day before, il giorno prima. And so that we can imagine on the timeline, we've got yesterday and you didn't go to the beach or the, the seaside because you had already been there further back on the timeline the day before. And that's why our pluperfect is used for the further back element of the timeline. Esatto. We can really visualize today, yesterday, the day before yesterday and use uh, the tenses accordingly. Exactly. And if we want to add to this timeline, when we get to, the, to, to today, I am going to the beach, we would use a... Oggi vado al mare. So we've got a present tense. Or if we're thinking towards the future and saying this afternoon or tomorrow or next week, then... Andrò. Andrò al mare. The future tense and on our timeline, that's referring to what's happening after the, the point of now. Esatto, sì. Give us another example. Ok. Um, l'anno scorso abbiamo visto l'università che aveva frequentato mio padre. Okay, so l'anno scorso, last year, that's a, a point on our timeline in the past. Abbiamo visto l'università, we saw the university, che aveva frequentato mio padre. So that my father had attended. Sì. So we know that the had attended happened further back in the past than last year. My father attended university 20 years ago, and therefore that's the further back part of mm-hmm. the timeline than last year. So, l'anno scorso, abbiamo visto l'università che aveva frequentato mio padre. Sì, perfetto, Mark. Okay. I think all this makes sense. But what I think would help is if we do a quick translation of just some verbs. I'll say the English. We'll give our listeners time to think about this. And then if you can say the Italian, Francesca. Buona idea, va bene. <laughs> so, again, thinking of this formation, we're looking at the imperfect tense of the auxiliary verb. And then adding the past participle. So each time think about whether it takes a very or essere and then add the, the imperfect tense of that along to the past participle. Bene. Okay, so number one, you had written. Francesca, what would that be? Avevi scritto. Okay, what about uh, number two, she had seen. Aveva visto. Okay, so aveva, of the auxiliary verb, avere, and visto from the past participle there. Okay, what about number three? We had come. Eravamo venuti, or femminile, eravamo venute. Okay, so there in this one, to come, we need essere as our auxiliary verb. Therefore, 
eravamo venuti or venute. Okay. Perfetto. Let's do a couple more. Number four, you, let's do the plural form, you had learned. Okay, so the, the plural you, the boy form. Yeah. Avevate imparato. Okay. What about number five? They had drunk. Avevano bevuto. Okay, so each time we're using the imperfect of the auxiliary verb and uh, the past participle. Number six, tricky one. I had been. Oh. <laughs> Ero stato o oh, femminile. Ero stata. Okay, so that's stato or stata from essere, the past participle. Francesca, could we also use andato or andata here? Sì, sì. You could say, uh, non ero mai andata ad Arran prima. Sì. Okay, I had never been to Arran before. So, been in English can be the past participle of both to go and to be. Sì. Okay, is there anything else we need to know about the trapassato prossimo? I think for the moment, uh, this is all we need, Mark. <laughs> Benissimo. That's what I like, a simple verb to explain or <laughs> sì. a simple tense. So it's time then to move towards our conversation. And we'll do that after the break. In addition to the podcast version of Coffee Break Italian Season 3, we are also putting together a full course on the Coffee Break Academy, where you'll be able to access bonus materials to help you make even better progress with your Italian. That's right. Not only will you be able to enjoy an ad-free audio version of each lesson, we'll also provide a bonus episode in which we'll go through every detail of the dialogues and a third episode for each lesson in which Francesca will be testing us with some translation challenges based on the lesson topic. Of course, there are comprehensive notes and a video version of each lesson too. Visit coffeebreakitalian.com and follow the links for season three there. 
discussing uh, uh, mainly what uh, uh, the sun did uh, the previous evening, but also other interesting things. <laughs> okay, and we're going to hear some uh, examples of the trapassato prossimo, the pluperfect tense. Sì, that's right, but we will also see some passato prossimo and some imperfetto. So Perfect. it's a good way to uh, go through all the past tenses we know so far. Excellent. So listen out for these as we listen to the conversation. Let's let's listen to it now. Buongiorno. Ma cos'è quella faccia? Sono stanchissimo. Sono andato a letto alle 4 di mattina e ora sono a pezzi. Ma non puoi andare ogni sera a una festa. Lo so, mamma, ma volevo rivedere Gabriella. È tornata da Londra e si ferma qui solo tre giorni. Ah, Gabriella vive di nuovo in Inghilterra? Sì, c'era stata già una volta cinque anni fa. Poi si è trasferita a Berlino, ma da settembre è di nuovo a Londra. Oh, che confusione! Comunque, eh, com'è andata la festa? Beh, bene, sì. Senti, hai bevuto alcolici? No, mamma, non ho bevuto niente perché avevo già bevuto qualche cocktail la sera prima al compleanno di Giada. Scusami, lo sai che mi preoccupo per te? Lo so, mamma. Ma non devi sempre farmi le stesse domande ogni volta che esco con i miei amici o vado a una festa. Beh, quando sarai un genitore anche tu, allora capirai. A proposito, eh, sai che ho visto la mamma della tua amica Barbara Girelli questa mattina al supermercato? Ah, e cosa ti ha detto? Mi ha detto che la settimana scorsa sono andati a Monaco, in Germania. Ah, Monaco. Barbara ne parla sempre. Lei è nata lì. Poi i suoi si sono trasferiti qui a Bologna quando lei aveva solo sette anni. Sì, infatti, sono andati a vedere proprio la scuola dove Barbara aveva frequentato la prima elementare. Deve essere stato molto emozionante per lei. E sono anche passati dalla sua amica d'infanzia, Katrin? Mi pare di no, perché ci erano già passati durante l'estate. Ah, peccato. So che Barbara è molto legata a Katrin. Senti, tesoro, hai fame? Ti preparo qualcosa? Oh no, ti prego. Non ho fame, ho mangiato troppo ieri sera. Pizza, panini, frittate, salame, formaggi. Mi sento lo stomaco sottosopra. Perché hai mangiato così tanto? Così starai male. Avevo fame, mamma. Non avevo mangiato niente tutto il giorno. Beh, guarda cosa ho comprato. Mmm, ma questi sono i pretzel? Esatto, a quanto pare sono perfetti dopo le feste. Ne prendo un pezzettino. Che buono! Non li avevo mai assaggiati prima. Anch'io non li avevo mai provati, me li ha consigliati proprio la mamma di Barbara. La signora Girelli è sempre molto carina. Sì, sono d'accordo. L'avevo già vista molte volte alle riunioni a scuola o al supermercato, ma ieri le ho parlato per la prima volta. Forse potresti invitarla a prendere un caffè da noi. Buona idea! E magari lei ti può dare una mano con il tedesco. Oh, sarebbe un sogno. Lo avevo imparato così bene all'università, ma poi ho dimenticato tutto. Dai, finiamo questo pretzel e poi la chiami. Ok, ci sto. 
okay, that sounds like quite a familiar <laughs> situation. <laughs> <See>? <laughs> <laughs> I won't say too much, but yeah, um, we're talking about a son and a, a mother having a conversation the morning after the night before. Sí, exacto. And obviously the son is very tired. He went to bed, I think, uh, at 4 a.m., he said. Oh, what did he expect? <laughs> <laughs> he was at um, his friend, uh, Gabriella, uh, for a party. And Gabriella is just back from uh, London for a short time. That's right. Now, the mother, probably like many mothers, is a little bit concerned about uh, whether or not her son had something to drink at the party. Yeah, but the the son is uh, reassuring his mum. He said that he didn't drink at all because he had already had some cocktails at a previous party the night before. So he had already had. And then we've got had had, which is a strange pluperfect in English (laughs) of avevo, in this case, preso. He had si, taken bevuto, si. yeah, something like that. So in English, we can use to have in the sense, but here we go. So the mother goes on to say that in the morning at the supermarket, she bumped into the mother of his friend Barbara. See, he has a lot of friends. He does. <laughs> and um, uh, there is this uh, additional information about uh, uh, Barbara's family going to Munich, uh, where Barbara was, uh, was born. We've got to be careful because uh, Munich... In Germany is Monaco, um, and Monaco, the the principality in the south of France, is also Monaco. Sì, il Principato di Monaco, but we often just say Monaco. Un po' complicato. Sì, un po' po' di confusione a volte. Attenzione (laughs) con i treni. Exactly, yeah. So, um, during their stay in, in Munich... They visited Barbara's primary school, but they didn't visit Barbara's friend, Catherine, because they had already done so in the summer. Exactly, sì. And then the mother is asking uh, her son if he wants to eat. She's a very Italian mother. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he had uh, a lot of food at the party uh, because he hadn't eaten anything the whole day. Okay, so he had a lot of food at the party. Um, that is not a pluperfect in English. He had a lot of food. It just means he ate a lot of food. So a perfect tense. Mm. But he hadn't eaten anything. There we've got a had and a past participle in English. He hadn't eaten anything the whole day. Um, that would be our pluperfect. Is that the same? Now, the mother has bought some pretzels at the supermarket. Mm. Buoni. <laughs> sì, è interessante perché um, her son had not tried them before and he really likes them. It turns out that they were recommended by uh, Signora Girelli, Barbara's mother. Yeah, and they both agree that uh, la Signora Girelli is such a lovely lady and they're thinking of inviting her to their place for a coffee sometime soon. And this would give the mother a perfect opportunity to brush up on her German, which she wait for it, had learned at university, but has now forgotten. Ah, see, she could do some coffee break German in the meantime. Exactly (laughs) what I was thinking. (laughs) Now, of course, we'll go through the dialogue fully in our bonus episode, which you can look forward to if you're already using the full Coffee Break Italian course. If not, you can find that at the Coffee Break Academy. Allora, Francesca, è tutto per oggi? No, Mark, c'è ancora una cosina. Ah, avevo dimenticato. Ah! 
<ride> sei furbo. <ride> so what is a cosina di oggi? Ah, la cosina di oggi è una frase abbastanza semplice, ma che possiamo usare spesso nel nostro italiano di tutti i giorni. Ok, so what is that espressione? So this is linked to the fact uh, that the, the son is trying pretzel for the first time in his life. So when something happens for uh, the first time in life and it's maybe a little bit uh, unusual or unexpected, we would say in Italian, c'è sempre una prima volta. Okay, that's nice. We can use exactly the same phrase in English. There's always a first time. C'è sempre una prima volta. Oh, it's nice. I like when two phrases or idioms are the same in two different languages. Exactly. Allora, sono contento di aver fatto una lezione sul trapassato prossimo. Uh, lo uso spesso, ma non avevo mai riflettuto bene sulla sua funzione, Francesca. Ah, ok, wow, Mark, beh, cosa posso dire? C'è sempre una prima volta. <laughs> we'll leave it there for this episode. Of course, check us out on social, Coffee Break Italian and Coffee Break Languages on Instagram. But for now, grazie mille e alla prossima! Arrivederci, ciao! You have been listening to a Coffee Break Languages production for the Radiolingua Network. Copyright 2022, Radiolingua Limited. Recording copyright 2022, Radiolingua Limited. All rights reserved. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.